Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation and educate you on investing, retirement, and everything in between. And we'll throw in some sports talk along the way. Our mission and goal of this podcast is to improve your money journey and help you create the financial life you deserve. So let's talk money. And sports. Welcome back to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Bailey Ashbrook, financial advisor at Central Financial Group, and happy to be into 2023. 2023. Let's go. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, Cole Peterson, partner investment uh, advisor representative for Central Financial Group, and I don't want to talk about the Broncos. Cole Jasky, financial advisor. Uh, my tre- my team's trending up, so so I would talk about the Steelers right now. Yeah. The, uh, they they, uh, Got they won last week? Yeah, they got yeah, a shot. One okay. six out of the last eight. Let's go. So trending up. Got need some help to get in the playoffs, but it it, it could happen. It's optimistic. Yeah. What about those Panthers, Caleb? Uh, let's not talk about them either. Caleb Westall, producer of How to Money with Cole and Cole, um, works for Spin Market and Digital. Excited for twenty twenty three. I know there's some big things happening in my life and. Uh, Good year in 2022, so hopefully it continues into 2023. Yeah. yeah. You had uh, 2022 was marriage, and 2023 will be baby and possibly house. Hopefully. Oh, those wow. are big stages. That's, yeah. That's I know. A lot going on over there. We just packed it Monumental. all in a couple of years. We did yeah. the same thing, don't worry. Yeah. Well, we're excited to be here. New year. I'm excited to get a full year under the belt hosting the podcast with these awesome guys. Came in late last year. I was Best decision the podcast ever made. I was talking about this before, and Caleb does such a great job making us sound great, so it makes it so much fun. So right, and, and Caleb uh, took it like a champ when I suggested that we move hosts, and, and Caleb was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Because um, Caleb was kind of a fish out of water, you know, trying to talk about finances when he doesn't do finances. So um, I appreciate that and commend you on, on hey, taking no that. Problem. Way to be, a, like way a, to be a team player. I there, understand team when player. I'm not the person for the job, yeah. and uh, it would be like... And how we do it now, Bailey can add like sentences and actually give good transitions. And then for me, it'd be like, uh, Cole would be talking all of a sudden he'd be like, okay. And I'll be like, okay, next question. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No feedback, good. no feedback. Go on. I'll give you a, I listen to a lot of podcasts, Caleb. And I was thinking about this and I'm not trying to be weird. You could do this full time. You are so good at editing and the sound. Like you sound like. We sound so good because of you. Like I think plug that for a little plug for their team. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, seriously. It well, sounds incredible. That is um Cheryl's goal for us is that yeah. this become my full time thing. So awesome. that would be gotta get awesome enough people job. to do it. All right. Well, we're excited. We're gonna talk a lot of stuff this year, new guests, better content, but we do like to talk about sports. We do wanna recognize something that's going on currently. Cole P. Yeah, so uh, we, we I think we've all heard the uh, DeMar Hamlin injury that happened on Monday night uh, in the Bills-Bengals game. Um, so it was you know, highly touted game, game of the year. Um, first quarter, uh, DeMar goes down and, and uh, you know they're doing CPR. It, it looks like a life or death situation and the game ultimately is postponed. And, and uh, by, by good measure, I, I know that they were thinking about putting the players back on the field, but I think it was something that the NFL – finally came to their senses and said, we can't, we can't do this to these guys. Um, so we want to recognize that, um, you know, we are thinking and praying for DeMar Hamlin and his family and, uh, hope that everything comes out. Okay. And it, it gave a lot of perspective on, mm-hmm. you know, life and, and, uh, this, uh, silly game that we all like to watch and obsessed with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and are kind of obsessed with, but, uh, you know, I was watching the coverage with my wife. We didn't actually see it when it happened, but, um, we were both like, 
wow. Like, they, they can't continue. I couldn't yeah. imagine being a player and trying to continue after you watch that in front of you. Makes your problems feel you know pretty small at yeah. times, right? When and you look at that, and yeah, talk about just a game, right? It's just a game, and then it turns into a you know all of a sudden a life or, life or death situation there, and just not easy for anyone yeah. involved. You can see how distraught the players were, and the, even the analysts. Like I imagine, like that, them, like what you know what they're doing, and then you know you hear them talk about his mother in the stands come down, and like you know I can't as a parent. That's what first thing you go is so like young. I can't imagine you know can't imagine my child out there and going through that situation. So. Yeah, prayers to, to everyone involved and, you know, on uh, hope for the best. And, Caleb, we were talking off air. It sounds like there's some some good decent news. I don't know, you know, really what it is. But, yeah, you know. I just, I mean, they haven't said much. Yeah. But what they have said has been good news. So, hopefully it continues and we hopefully he makes it. So And, and there's some good that might come out of this yeah. as far as the, the GoFundMe uh, page for his mother. Yeah, so um, he had a he had a GoFundMe page he had created like last year during the pandemic. His mom runs a daycare and it was for $2,500 for toys for this underfunded daycare, basically. And um, it was, it had, it had been a little over 2500 As of this morning, I looked right before we recorded it's over six million dollars donated so that's wow um, that's unbelievable. pretty crazy it's cool to see that there is good people in the world who want to do what they can some people can't do anything but there's always to good help him physically but yeah. they can give to that so that's pretty cool but it always takes something really traumatic sometimes for people to put things in perspective or come together and it's sad that sometimes it takes something like that but i always think if we chip away all year and do good stuff like that just because think about where we could be as a society you know yeah 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 and we're taste taping this as of uh wednesday morning uh january 4th so if there are some updates that come out before this is aired just keep that in mind yeah so. but prayers we're, we're thinking of them nope. all right we're ready for the new year guys lots of changes 2023 secure act 2.0 can let's educate some listeners what do you think there's yeah. a lot going on so let's ton in it yeah. right before we get into the secure tech secure act 2.0 let's talk uh, a little bit of, we, we mentioned this on the podcast yes. as far as the state taxes on retirement distributions uh going away for for iowa so any of our listeners that are outside of iowa um you know you'll have to check on your state tax code but as far as retirement plan distributions so we're talking about there was never any state tax on social security but um pension plans ipers being one of the biggest ones um and ira distributions and pension distribution, just all kinds of, dist- you know, anything you take out of a retirement plan. Yeah. Action step right there for our yeah. listeners, right? If you, if you are taking a retirement plan distribution, call that institution where that money's coming from and confirm your tax withholding, you know, maybe have a brief conversation with your tax advisor or whoever gives you tax advice, but call. And, you know, I've had multiple conversations already where people are asking and, you know, we're starting to see dis- people get distributions at the beginning of the month. We're into a new tax year and it's January 4th, uh, Right. Yeah. January 4th. I was making sure. I was making sure. We got to write 2023 now on everything, right? You see how many 2022s we Always. get and you cross that out. So action step for the listeners. I think yeah. that's a good theme for this too, is like, this will be a lot of information, but this is going to be a very action step podcast. It's a new year. There's lots of changes and it's a good time to think and get your mindset. What do I need to do for my financial situation? What's changing or upcoming changes are coming. So what else you got? Yeah. Cool. So just to sum up that action step, they're not going to, IPERS won't, 
automatically, or we don't know if they're going to automatically eliminate you having state tax withheld from your distribution. Everyone that I've talked to is no, they, they need to call and update that themselves. Otherwise we'll yep. withhold the state taxes. So what happens if you don't do it, they'll withhold the state taxes still in the next year when you file your taxes, you'll get a refund from the state for that amount. So, um, you I'm always a, a proponent of use the money now and, and not have to have it sent to the you know state government and then get it back. So yeah, it's your a little money. net net increase, you know, yeah, a little net yeah. increase in your pay, you know, your net paycheck. So yeah. So another great update for uh, or, or upgrade for our retirees that are drawing Social Security, there was a eight point seven percent increase in your Social Security payment. So you should see that on your January payment. Uh, you should see that uh, increase and. Uh, yeah, I know my parents are happy. Yeah, I was gonna say it just means stuff's more expensive, so here's yeah. a little more money to it's, be able to it's afford a good it. And bad yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's nice, but you know, I think in our, you know, with our customer base for the most part now, yeah, everything's gone up. But I think relatively living in the Midwest, it's it you're a little more insulated to some of those, you know, really, really big in, increases and in things. So, so I think it will be a big help to a lot of our listeners and clients and. Uh, you know, help their bottom line or, you know, floor income. Yeah. Well, inflation has really slowed too with interest rates exactly. being, being increased. I know that building costs and housing costs and even car costs have come down uh, dramatically over the last three months. So it is something that you get that increase. I mean, it's better than not getting it. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't trying to be negative. And it's it happened. It, it's interesting. I don't want to get sidebarred too much, but but uh, the interest rate of what, how much the Fed impacts the overall economy, mm-hmm. you can see the the moves that they've made you know directly in like the job market all kinds of markets of like things have gotten tighter and then certain areas where supply constraints have have yeah, loosened yeah. up and prices have come to more normalized levels people don't like to see it but you know it's having somewhat of a it's positive, a good impact yeah, a good in impact, the long yeah, run long term short it's always painful going yeah. through it so. anything worth that helps is always painful going through yep. it and then at the end that's like anything in life yep. all right let's pivot secure act 2.0 Right. So signed. Se- yeah. Secure Act 2.0 signed uh, legislation was done uh, December 26, 2022. Um, so what their what their whole plan with this or I think what their plan is, I guess I'm not in the government. <laughs> Do you but, read the four four thousand page document right, or whatever right. it comes out? No. Like, Guys, listen. I, I, I did not. I've read several articles on it, but uh, they're trying they're trying to set people up for a better retirement is, is basically what they're trying to do is they're, they're trying to come up with better rules around retirement plan distributions, retirement plan uh, contributions, uh, everything like that. So one of those that, that I really like is the, uh, the auto enroll in the 401k plan. So, you know, right now, if, if you're eligible for a 401k plan, you have to actually either go online um, and roll yourself, pick your contribution amount, pick your investments, you know, and some people just never do it. Correct. Um, and so now the, and this is in 2025 or yeah. 20, yep. 2025 yes. is when the automatic enrollment comes into play. That'd be for plans that, that were started. There's going to be some, just like any other legislation, there was always after interpretation, right? We make the rule and then there's some nuances and changes to it because they find there's some issues, but yeah, a lot of this stuff is, you know, some of it's impacting right now today, some of it's in the future. So, but I think uh, the automatic enrollment starts in 2025. So that'd be new plans going. So if there's people that are looking to um, start a plan or whatever it might be, that'd be, you know, a big impact. And, you know, it's going to be a huge impact on the the retirement savings long term. And it has an escalation feature 
in that as well, where if it's automatic enrolled, then it's 1% each year automatically. And Meaning employ- your contribution yes, will go up every yep. year without doing anything. It's yep. just going to go up and there's a cap. And- so people have to opt out of that. So I think it's going to be a really, you know, long-term, very beneficial thing because people had never saved, you know, and yeah. we all know those people that are like, oh, I've had a 401k offered me at work and never got in. You're like, darn it. You would have just did that three, 5% and uh, you know, the bucket of money people, especially young out. people yeah. are very good for that. Don't educate. Right. There's no education around it. So that's awesome. That's one change. And then there's a business credit change that's coming and we kind of are working on a little 401k campaign, helping you get started. How could that help someone? Or yes. Explain that Cole J. So, um, there's, there's been some tax credits in the past for, for startup plans. So if you, if you're an employer looking to start a plan or, you know, someone that's a decision maker in a business looking, there's a, basically the full startup cl- cost of a 401k plan um, can be applied back to you in the form of a tax credit. So if so, I own a business, I want to start a 401k, there's some costs that yep. can come with that. So you're telling me I can get a credit back. Yep. And there's always, there's co- I mean, it's, it, uh, that's the one downfall with the 401k is there's a few things on the front end, administrative, you got to select, do some selections, some decision making, but there is um, some costs generally depending on the size of the business, you know, how many employees are going to be in it. But yeah, you can be basically, you can start a plan at, you know, net no cost Yeah, that's uh, for huge. you have a startup, have a benefit of your employees. Obviously you'd have to select some things in the plan, but um, pretty awesome for anyone that's looking, looking to at least get their feet wet in the 401k area. Yeah. The tax credit goes from a 50% tax credit yep. of the cost to a hundred percent. So now you're getting credited back that full cost. So if it costs you $5,000 to set it up, you used to get a tax credit of 2,500, yep. obviously now you get the full tax credit of 5,000. And we're kind of working on that right now is just evaluating your plans and making sure they're okay. And it just retention of employees and helping people save and setting them up for success is just so so important. So what other changes are coming, guys? So uh, another one that that's going to affect a lot of retirees is the RMD age is going to increase. Uh, it, there's a gradual increase, but basically it's going to go from 72 to 75. So when they did Secure Act 2.0 or 1.0, uh, it went from 70 and a half to 72. And then now it's going from 72 to 75. A couple of factors that go into that is people are living longer. Uh, people are taking distributions longer and they want to make sure that people aren't forced to take money out of their IRAs that they don't need to take money out until that age of 75. Uh, like I said, it'll be gradual. Get with your financial advisor uh, if you haven't and you're getting into that age range uh, because it doesn't affect everybody that's already take. If you're already taking your RMDs, unfortunately, it doesn't affect you. And if you're um, you know, in those ages uh, around 72, 73, 74, it's probably not going to affect you. But if you're 65, 66, road, yep, yeah. it, it is going to be something where you, you will be able to put those distributions off longer. I'm going to challenge you because not everyone knows what an RMD is because I have people I've called last yeah. week and I'm like, hey, you need to take your RMD. And they're like, well, what's that? What is it, Cole J? I, I have a, I know can I, I tell a funny, silly, can but I tell, it's serious. Can I tell a funny story? Yes, so please do. I, I have an, uh, a new assistant, Alexa, and she's amazing. She She's learning. This business is tricky for someone who has never been in this business. And um, she thought I was saying R Andy. So like the and sign, R Andy. And I saw it on a, on a note or something. I'm like, do you know it's RMD? And I explained and I went through and I said, but RMD is required minimum distribution. So that basically what that is, the brief explanation is uh, if you have a pre-tax you know, retirement based bucket and you're now, and you are 72 years or older and you have a balance still in there, the IRS requires you to take X amount of dollars based on a a chart they put out each year. And it's calculated every December 31st from there on out until there's a zero balance. Basically what it is, is you got a deduction for putting the money in on the front end. 
Now the government, the IRS is saying, hey, we want you to pay some tax on some Yeah, of I want dollars. my money yeah, back. I want, want my taxes. money back. So most of the time people are like, ah, oh, dang it, that sucks. They yeah. want you to save and then they force you to take it out. So yes. it's, you know, but that's that's what it is. So we, we take that for granted sometimes. Everyone knows our lingo. And, yeah. And I just like to, you know, for the listeners, yeah, I like course. to include everyone because I'm sure some people are listening like, wait, that just flew by me. What does that mean? So it doesn't pertain to everyone. But yeah, thank you for that. All right. Another change. I'm excited about this. I know. Colby, like not everyone's, but 529's the Roth. Who wants to explain that one? Yeah. Right. So so the rule used to be, you know, you had to use the 529 for educational expenses. Uh, that, that, was it, that was it. Otherwise, you had to take some sort of tax hit if you took the money out. Um, now, if you don't use the 529 plan, so a 529 plan is for saving for uh, education expenses, whether it be uh, private school when they're growing up or, or college expenses, if you don't use it for that, you're allowed to roll up to $35,000 to a Roth IRA uh, for that for that kid, kid basically, yeah. that uh, beneficiaries who I'm trying Correct. to think of the, the name. So you can, you, can uh, you know, so I'll just take my, my uh, situation. So I have Joseph uh, as my 12-year-old. Uh, if I never use any of his 529 for college expenses and I don't want to switch the beneficiary and make it one of the twins or anything like that, uh, and say I have thirty-two thousand dollars in that five twenty-nine plan, and I know that we're not going to use it for educational expenses. I can roll that to a five twenty-nine or to a Roth IRA for Joseph and give him a good start on his retirement. Right, savings. and that could just sit and grow for the time being because we hear that a lot. That's the the old the uh, yeah. What happens if they don't use, use it? it? I save save the money. What happens if they don't use it? Bailey? I want to save for my kids' education, yeah. but what if they don't use it? And I, it is a good valid point because we never know where college is going or if they go into a trade or whatnot. So I'm like, in my mind, and this is great now, I'll save for the kids' education to a point, and there's stipulations on that rolling over. But if they never use it, I don't think, oh, gosh, now I'm penalized. I'm just going to switch yep. to their name and down the road. Welcome, Damick. sorry twins you don't get any money i guess (laughs) no that's a lot you have something well no i was just going to say that there another another thing that they came out of the secure act that i like is they're increasing the catch-up contributions so people over the age of 50 and between the ages of 60 and 63 are able to uh defer more money to their 401ks iras things like that so um you know, that acceleration, uh, wasn't real meaningful. Um, you know, you can, for an IRA, you can only do a thousand dollars more if you're over at the age of 50 and it's like, okay, come on. Like, you know, only make a difference, right? It wasn't a big difference, but I think in the years coming, it will, it will make be able to people to accelerate their retirement savings, uh, towards the, those, those years between 50 and 65 are, are very important in saving. So. I think it's a good action step if you're in that age. How much am I saving you took, this year? You took the words out of my mouth. Actions. I was like, I, I, I was just thinking, Twins. I'm like, I'm like, we've got a lot of content here. Yes. And I think it's a great, like, easy action step would be like, hey, let's have a review yes. on what contributions, what my tax withholdings, whatever it might be. What vehicles am I yes. in? Yes. Having those conversations and, you know, the new year, new year, you know, new year's resolutions. I love all new year a, goals. We'll get know, to that. Great. That's a great action step for people in their personal finance. Like go talk to your advisor, go talk to your plan administrator or whoever yeah. and, and have that conversation. I'm going to tangent on this. How important to walk by along with someone like an advisor who studies and keeps up to date. Cause this is overwhelming for anyone, all these changes. So I think it just shows the importance of planning 
being actionable and walking alongside someone. They're, they're kind of overwhelming for us. Yeah. I, I was just saying. honest truth. Yeah. We're sure. like looking through them. Yeah, and like, oh, hey, going. do you know this new nu- nuance? Yeah, we both like yeah. the, each time we read through it or we'll kind of pick something out and then we educate each other on it. And like, oh, that's another little caveat to it. It changes our, our yeah. planning goals and what we're kind of talking about with clients. Lots of changes, which is great. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with some dollars and cents. Whoop, whoop. This podcast is produced by Spin Market and Digital. Located in Fort Dodge, Iowa, Spin Market's highly skilled team can help you increase your market by updating your website, improving SEO, designing advertisements, and producing podcasts that will grab the attention of your market. Contact Spin Market today for all your digital marketing needs at digitalagent at spinmarketwith2ks.com or call us at 515-302-8026. And to learn more, visit our website at www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. That's digitalagent at spinmarket.com or 515-302-8026. Or visit our website, www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. All right, we're back. And we were just kind of sidebarring about the Bills game and how it's going to impact the playoffs. And we just got got onto it. Can you imagine the intense meetings they're having right now to figure out how to handle the situation now? Everything. I mean, yeah. the medical side, then you got the logistics of the the business side. I know it's that's the least important thing, but it's, it's you know. And some impacts. people, unfortunately, it's yeah, the most important thing. There's impacts thing. everywhere on that. And logistically, it'll be interesting to see. I'm glad. But again, glad I'm not a decision maker there making those those calls. No, no great answer. No, uh, I, I mean, we just came up with how many scenarios during our break here, and we're like, like well, ten. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? Yeah, I it's mean, like record this. Guys. Either going to have to push everything back one week, or um, yeah, it, it doesn't. You you can't give both teams a win. I don't think, in my opinion, you can't give them a tie. You can't give them a loss. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do? People just need to accept it's like just such a terrible situation. There's no good outcome. Like it unfortunately is going to be skewy and someone's going to get the short end of the stick, but you could be DeMar. So why don't you just go on with it? But yeah. The the good thing is both teams are in the playoffs. So it's not like it's, it's going to affect them and as both teams, far right. Both teams seeding. are going to get a home game because they're going to win their divisions. Yeah. So, yeah. so one, one's going to get a buy and one's not. The, no, no, no. no. The just the one get the seed buy. gets a buy. That's what I say. Yeah. Whoever gets that one seed gets yeah. the buy. So yeah. that's yeah. where they're both. One, you know, they both are like it's important for them to have the one seed. Mm-hmm. That's the big advantage of the NFL playoffs. So I would not want to be an NFL executive this no, week. No, no. My, my Steelers, my Steelers, you know, could be playing one of those oh two teams. Boy. So, so they need a they need a loss by the by the Dolphins and the Patriots. Do you remember? beat the Browns about three episodes ago when me and you were having a competition for the number one pick and now you might make the playoffs I uh, know it's crazy man <laughs> our, our quarterback is is uh trending his trajectory is is looking good and the and the team's playing playing pretty hard but uh Watt having Watt back you know it makes That's a difference he's been back the back half of the season and they're they're six and two the last eight games so uh, you know it's Should crazy make, one player yeah. can have that impact it is one one person can make a difference yeah and, and I, I saw something the other day goals. Mike Tomlin has 15 years in a row of winning records and wow. there's only three coaches and they're like George Hallis, Bill Belichick and like the top coaches of all time uh, that have that long of a streak. So it, it's kind of big for just the Steelers and Mike Tomlin too to win that game and go nine and eight. They've had three coaches and like 
70 years or something like that. It's wow. like crazy. Yeah, it's like Chuck a stable Dole. a stable organization. Mike uh, Tomlin is probably Bill Cowher. Mike yeah. Tomlin is probably the most underrated coach in the NFL. We were just talking about this too. You can be fired like two coaches fired. It's just like such an intense world to live yep. in. Like bad season, poof, fired. He's not a he's not a like a big X's and O's like bark. You know, when he gets on media, so like people don't think he's that. I, I don't think, but I, he's obviously a great leader internally, and the players love him. So, um, which which is cool, and I'm proud proud to be a fan of the organization. He's so, so. excited. Over there. Uh, I know, man. All right, let's make some picks, and then we'll get on with it. Who do you, who do we got? Who's gonna win? Who's going to be the seven seed yep. in the NFC Let's and see. AFC? Let's see. So who's going to be the seven seed? Oh, I think the Packers will win against Detroit. So they they're in a win in in, in situation. They're the Sunday night game now, um, and I think they will win and get in, and then they will get demolished um, by whoever they play. Aaron Rodgers always he's just clutch, and people don't like it. I don't care about the <laughs> NFC. So Steelers Steelers are going to get in. Uh, we're going to get a little help by the Dolphins. <laughs> Patriots will lose. I'll put, I, I'll put a bet on that if you I, want to. I'm going with him, though, because the Patriots play the Bills. Yep. And the Dolphins are on their third-string quarterback. Yep. So oh, there is a path okay. there. Maybe I won't make that yeah. bet then. <laughs> well, uh, Straight yeah. for you to go to the bet. They, they could they could get there. But, okay, so predictions for the Super Bowl? Is that what we want, do no. want to do? No. Not it's yet. too early. Not yet? Yeah, too, too early. early. Yeah, because okay. we don't know yet. Yeah, let's... Okay. let's I kind of like the idea, but I think we should talk about the national championship a little bit. As far as uh, NCAA football, TCU defeats Michigan in an upset. Um, I think Michigan was picked by over a touchdown, and then Georgia squeaked out a victory against Ohio State on a um, last-second field goal that Ohio State missed. But one of the game, they were down by fourteen in the fourth quarter. So we got Georgia TCU in the final. Uh, didn't see. I haven't seen the spread. I'm sure Georgia's favored by a. Uh, probably double digits. Not sh- not sure, but how about uh, Max Duggan, the qu- starting quarterback for TCU, was not the starter at the beginning of the year. Starter oh, went know. down first game of the year, when and he was the starter of the previous three years. But he's from Lewis Central, from Iowa. Yeah, oh, Council Bluffs. Yeah. Cool. Yep, Council, Council Bluffs, Bluffs Lewis yeah. Central, and he's. Uh, yeah. I love a good. Any runner up in the Heisman vote? Yeah, too, man, he's so. he's really turned it on. But he wasn't even the he w- after fall camp wasn't even the starter for game. Talk one. about season and opportunity. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with sure. TCU then. You're going to go TCU, mm-hmm. Iowa boy? Yeah. All right, I'm going to pick the favorite. Georgia's going to win again. Yeah, Georgia's going to roll. I, I could see Georgia, like, big, you know, big rolling. Mm-hmm. So I think Georgia had their wake-up call with Ohio State. Agreed. And they're going to roll. But. We'll see. We'll see. All right, before we wrap up sports, we haven't had an episode on here in, like, four weeks. And in those four weeks, we have an Iowa State quarterback starting for the San oh, yeah. Francisco oh, 49ers no, yeah. and has been undefeated. Deniners. So shout-out to Brock Purdy from Iowa State. Looking pretty. Yeah, that's the, awesome. Repping Iowa for us. Throwing to George NFL. Kittle. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Tight end from Iowa. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that, to see the Iowa players and, and connections in the in the NFL, and it's awesome to see that, uh, especially an Iowa State quarterback. I can't remember one playing. Seneca Wallace, Seneca Wallace yeah. played for the Seattle. maybe started like a couple games, but uh, other than that. I'm biased. Midwesterns are the best. They just work hard. They just get where they want to go. All right. All right, that was good. We'll hold you to that pick. Uh, you guys, Georgia, me, TCU. So let's uh, get into a little dollars and cents. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, 2023. The guys don't like this. I hate when I ask them personal questions. They're literally, if you ever watch this, they are shivering, like squirming in yeah, our seats. Yeah, I'm like, there. and I love it. I'm like, new year, new intentions, new goals. Let's talk about it. So let's hear it. Cole, who should I pick on first? Peterson, what's your goal for 2023? Give me a personal goal. All right. So um, I would like to work out and sleep a little bit better, okay. work out more, sleep better. 
Um, but also I think, uh, me and Molly will hopefully set aside one night a month where we do a date night. Oh, I like that. That's, that's cute. That's, Shout so out that's Molly. my goal. Molly's like, what night? What, where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? What, <laughs> yeah. what am I going to wear? Yeah. And you know what? The working out more might help to sleep more. That's pretty impactful. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard yeah. That's, that's a, that's a correlation. Yes, it is. Cold Jay, what do you got? Yeah, I have, uh, you know, also I have two. And we're going personal here. I have many goals, but personal-wise. First one is to try to have more control on my schedule. Uh, you know, sometimes our days run our, run us versus us running our days. And, uh, you know, my my uh, goal is to average being home by 6 p.m. or earlier. What's you that know? average right now? Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's I've got a lot. Of, it goes in waves. It goes in waves. And my, my, my poor wife, she was like, hey, when are you going to be home? And I'm like... I don't ask. I don't know. You know, I'm trying, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I just got to be more diligent on that. And that's been something I've been talking about for the last month. So I need to make it happen. And then other one, uh, this is, this is a quantitative thing is, you know, my wife and I kind of a joint goal here is to have three family meals per like dinners per week. We, we just kind of are on the go red lugging kids, kids all over. And it's like connection and talk about being present. And that's one that, you know, her and I continue and it's easier over the winter when it's crap, you know, when the weather's crappy and everyone's home, it's dark at five. But in the summer, when you're out and about running kids yeah. to sports, you kind of forget that sometimes some of that connection time. And I think that's important for us. It's also easier when you're home to have mm-hmm. dinner together. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. That's, that's some my <laughs> fault. Chelsea, no. I got your back. How about you? Oh, we're going to me. I just want to say those were great goals. Um, I have a lot as well. I'm not going to share them all because I'm personal, but I want to start lifting more. I used to lift a lot and just this Getting last. Swole. Well, just must. Just <laughs> you just feel like a. I can't cuss on the podcast. You just feel awesome when you lift, and I just feel better. And last year was crazy, but and then I want to. I listen to a lot of books and I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I want to intentionally read pages ten to fifteen minutes a day. I have an attention span issue, as you guys know. So, like, I like to go fast. So that's going to be important for me to just sit down, open a book, and read it. There's I think been that would be good for you. There's yeah. been many studies actually on intelligence and actually physically reading. Yeah, and it's very, it's like a, v- a direct correlation to people who read, like physically read. Like, there's a difference between reading and listening yes. to an audio book, right? I so. love engaging in the books and all that. It's just like taking the time and yep. sitting still and not like going to pick up the house or something. You know what I mean? So that would be I, good. I made that a goal last year is I, I get the paper every day. And I'm like, that's the first thing I do before I turn on my computer, before I do anything, I look through the paper just to get some of that reading yeah. and get caught up on things. Ground yourself. I, yeah. It's yeah. been good. Caleb, how about yeah. you? Let's hear it, young man. Yeah. Uh, my goal for this year is to buy a house. Oh, um, big goals. I love yep. it. That's great. Awesome. Though. I know. Uh, got a baby on the way. So it's, that's, that's my goal for the years. Buyer, is there, is there a deadline home. on this uh, house buying? Is it before the baby, after the baby? Before the baby would be um, optimal, but that we're not like we must be in the house right. by the time the baby's born. You but want the right house. Don't rush it for right. the house. Exactly. So that's, I mean, the goal would be yes to be in the house before, but if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. So. Yeah. When's the baby due again? Uh, end of April. Okay. Yeah, yep. you got okay. time. So. Yeah. What actionable steps are you taking to make this goal possible? Uh, saving lots of money. Good. And... um working on building my credit score. That's go. that's the two actionable steps I'm taking. Yeah. Good job. We'll yeah. keep our eyes out open for you. No, I think it's important to hear our goals. I know the guys don't like talking about themselves, but like I feel like when you are intentional and they're maybe not goals, just being intentional for the year, you fill up your cup. And when you fill up your cup, you can be better for everyone else and you feel better for everyone else. So I'm going to hold you guys to this. I told them I wouldn't do it, but we'll evaluate this at the end of the year. All right. All right. I love it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to kind of go on the same path. 
I'm a, I'm a client of yours. It's 2023. What goals? Cause that's what we do. We talk about money. What money goals should I start with? What do you look at in the beginning of the year? Like what are some things I can focus on? Yeah. I think the first thing, and I kind of touched on this earlier, but, uh, being, being intentional on reviewing everything that you have and what you're doing. A lot of changes going on with taxes, retirement savings, rules, all kinds of stuff. So first and foremost, just go and check what your what your contribution rates are. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be an easy, you know, what am I saving in a 401k? Can I do another 1%? Can I do another 2%? That'd be first and foremost. That'd be the first thing I'd start with. with all this. And we're doing that right now with a lot of clients because the IRA contributions are, are there's more, more dollars, more allowance in there for next year. So we're going and people are doing automatic monthly contributions. We're calling, making saying, Hey, you can, you got an extra 30, whatever it is, you know, $30 a month you can save or whatever in that, in that retirement account. No, that's great. I know Cole sent out a ton of emails and reached out like, Hey, you're contributing this much. Would you like to, and that's important because I think people, some people will just stay at that contribution. I, I contribute 200 or four or five, and that's what I've contributed my whole life. And statistically you'll get paid more each year. So you'd pay yourself, save more. So yeah, that's a great yeah, start. That's, I mean, I have people that still contribute $50 a month to a Roth IRA that they've been doing since, you know, Roth IRAs started in the nineties. And, and so, uh, yeah, that, that's something that I encourage people to do is just increase it. Even if it's $10, $20 um, a month, it, it's going to add up over time. Pay and, yourself first. You know, yeah. yep. All right. What's um, another actionable step? I can so do? I think a couple of things that we talk to clients about a lot and, and that, that get put off and kind of put on the back burner are, they, and they go kind of hand in hand it is wills uh, to set up your will. Actually, you know, have an attorney draw it up, sign it. <laughs> Some people get wills drawn up. They don't have sign the them conversation, right? Have There's the conversation. conversation with your spouse. Is there things a lot of times? Yeah, yeah. Things change. So having the conversation is the hardest part too. Yeah. It and, and forces you to do that. Along with that, we have a lot of people that did their will in 1988 after they had kids and haven't had it reviewed in a long time and they don't know what it says. So that's another, another thing, but Along with that, I think the life insurance is, is a big, and not to go back to the DeMar Hamlin thing, but it, but it makes people think of, of that. And we've had some, some things happen in the, in the area where people at a young age have passed away. Unexpected Mm -hmm. and and crazy, crazy stories. And you don't, you know, you don't, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. So get with your life insurance agent, get with your financial advisor, whoever you go to and know what you have, if it's a term, when it expires, is uh, it enough coverage? Is it enough coverage? How much? How much does it cover? Because you you may have taken out a you know thirty year term twenty years ago. Well, you made a lot less money twenty years ago, and and maybe that's not a significant amount. I may have people that come in sometimes, and they have a hundred thousand dollars worth of life insurance, and they make eighty thousand dollars a year. And I'm like, well, you know, that's one no, year no doesn't replace covered. much, yeah. right? Right. That's that was significant twenty years ago when you only made twenty thousand dollars a year, but now it's not. We need to upgrade that. It's just a great time to evaluate, like is my will set? Like if something happens to me today, are my belongings going where? Is my money taken care of? Is the kids taken care of? If I die, unfortunately, life insurance, are my family going to be, t- it's just a good time to think about that stuff. Cause it's so easy. Once the January goes through, I feel like everyone goes back to normal and they're like, Oh, I was going to add that contribution or I was going to do that. I mean, how many people have we heard that say, Oh, I was going to do that. Will I just never got to it. Yep. Happens all the time. So, um, I think another one that we talked about and, and you want it, you're really big on for people is, is developing a budget. I love a good budget. Cole J, did you have something? No, that's exactly what I was going to transition to Bailey because she loves her budgeting talk. So I was like, you took it out of my mouth. I was like, let's kick it to her and make her talk about the budgeting. You know, we have this a lot. People come in 
and I'm not picking on clients. And I mean, people who make a lot of money, all, all people of all incomes do this. I don't know where my money is. I don't know where I spend it. Like, I don't know where it's going. Yeah. I don't know where it's going or I was paying for this. And I, this is what I do. And you can make fun of me. I have a monthly budget. I use an app. So like a week ago I sat down and I went through each month and I could see what I spent because I track it. And I sit down and I annually plug it in for 2023. Like there's things you don't think about your tags, your insurance, like school tuition and all I, those recurring, I mean, yeah. you know, subscriptions. Unex- Christmas shopping is not an unexpected expense. It's coming every yeah. year. Like I hear people all the time, like, Oh, I have to spend so much money on Christmas. I'm like, you didn't know in January Christmas was going to be at the end of the year. And I'm not being mean. I'm not, but I'm a true believer. Like you're ruthless. ruthless. I know. <laughs> I'm, yeah. so, I mean, I'm just, I think it's so helpful. Like I think yeah. once very helpful, I think people think a budget is restriction where I think it's actually freeing and you can actually tell your money what to do versus your money telling you what it's doing. So fixed expenses, all that good stuff. What would you guys do for a budget? I, I would say on top of that, the most successful people that we know as far as saving for retirement have a budget Yeah, and, and they know where their money's going and they know why they can save more, why they can't save more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can tell you like, hey, my pay got cut 3% this year, so I've got to go down in my contribution because it only leaves me this much at the end of the month. Correct. So, um, yeah, that's that's something that, that I think is, is very, makes people very successful. Yeah, and on top of that, just making sure your emergency fund's in place, just you know what, like you, you know exactly kind of where you're going to make. You can go off what you made last year and then just basis off that. That's what I do. Caleb? You did, did you do your budget this year for the house? Because you got now you got to start expensing all these house things in. It's a change. Um, I haven't done a, a whole year of a budget, but I've done like, <laughs> like four months of a budget. That's yes. impressive, though. So, Most people your age don't. Simple yeah. simple action step here. I'm all yeah. about my action steps. But think of this is a, a successful, a lot of a common thing that we see a lot of successful do, people do or talk about. They don't say this directly this way, but they subconsciously think about their spending decisions as a liability or is it going to be an asset to mm-hmm. me? Is it like an asset would be your retirement savings, right? That's an asset you're building. A liability would be you um, going out to dinner every night, you know, because that money's going right out the door. So those are things of like when you're making conscious decisions of like thinking like, you know, is it a, a discretionary spend? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Not saying going out to dinner is a bad thing, but subconsciously you start budgeting makes you kind of do that. You, you, you look at the it. numbers like, oh, face. we don't really need to spend a hundred dollars a week on DoorDash. That's my, my house. That's, say, that's wow. a plug in my house. Yeah, I was like, there <laughs> goes goals. You know, or what, whatever it is. But it's, you know, you, 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 you make those decisions that way. And that's a common thing I see people that accumulate a lot of wealth. They, they do a lot of things subconsciously that mm-hmm. are that way. And it's mm-hmm. not saying that DoorDash might not be yeah. important. If you're valuing more time getting home, it might mean I don't make lunches anymore. T- but you know I mean, at least you we're see We're trying to eat at home, though. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, eat, yeah. sit down dinners, not on the go dinners. Who said so. Chelsea had to cook it yeah. or Cole? Because this is 2020. I grill. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's great. All right. Now I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Ready? You weren't ready for this. What is one business goal you have for the year? Oh, they are going to be shocked because they didn't know I was going to ask this. It could be something about your client, something you want to do this year in your practice, something you want to involve in. I'm going to give you a second because you guys didn't know this question was coming. Tell me yours. I want to pass the series 24. That oh. quick. God, good for you. Uh, yeah. You that would help the whole office, I believe. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> we might need to take I, a I'll break. Give them, I'll yeah, give them a second to, to keep thinking. I'll give mine. Yeah, let's My go. goal is that um, this room, the podcast studio, would represent half of my work week. That's awesome. You would, you I, would kill it. Eventually, the goal is for it to be my full work week. I just don't know if that's feasible in one year. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to say 
that half my work week would be represented by this room. Mm-hmm. I got mine. I, I, I would like us as a team that we're working on this 401k plan. I would like us to bring on three, three to five 401k plans during cool. the year. What and, does that mean? So, so getting a business to change either their agent of record on their 401k plan or start a 401k plan with us, um, either way, uh, that we would help their employees and the employer with their 401k plan instead of either some other advisor or not having one. Because we feel like if your plan's in Fort Dodge, and we've talked about this, we could provide exceptional service to your plan. Right, great goal. right, and and your employees yeah. is yeah. the big thing. Is is your employees uh, the value that we can bring? Being local, I think, is better than someone that is sitting somewhere else, some other town, or maybe not uh, an advisor that you even know. Yeah, maybe you don't even know who's on your plan. Yeah, that uh, that does happen. I had to think of two there because I my mind went to the four hundred and one k side because mm-hmm. we are working. And that's the cool thing about our group and our team. I think you know a plug for that was that it's cool that that team was the oriented. first goal you thought of was was part of the group. So I had something similar to that, but personally on kind of myself individually, I would say add 12 ideal clients and I'm not going to go what an ideal client is to me, but that's something that I do add one ideal client for me a month. I obviously want more clients than that, but you know, we have certain parameters in our business of what we describe as an ideal client. And that's something, if I add one a month, it's going to be a value add long-term to my, my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. And so like when we talk about all these action steps and there's systems in place, and I, I know these guys do a great job, like Cole just spitting out the team goal right away. Like Cole's always thinking of the team. Like Cole J knows this. Cole Peterson's always like, what can we do as an office? Like, and it's awesome to see you do. You kind of hold everyone accountable and you try and help everyone grow and not just yourself. So that's, that's awesome. We're, we're all trying at CFG. We want to build, you know, we're building for the future. We're building for the next 20 to 30 years. We're not building for the next two to five years and planning on doing something different after that. Yeah. Cole J, I bet you get more than 12. New year, new energy. Yeah. yeah you, you know. New energy to the podcast. Well, if we bring on our 4K business, you know, that's where I might occupy some time there. So it just depends. Yeah. It's I'll, an adjustable goal if I need to be. Yeah. They're always, yeah, you can always pivot them a little bit. But that's great. I appreciate you guys sharing your stuff. I know you don't love to do that. I know you could talk money and sports all day and not about yourselves, but I know the listeners appreciate it. Cole Jay's laughing because he's like, I know, I don't we're, like talking about it. We're getting, uh, getting closer. We're trending to, to, you know, the peak of winter into golf season here. You know, in two or three months, it'll be back yeah. to, to full golf again. So Bailey and during, Caleb can't during, wait for us to start talking about golf. Oh, yeah. Man. During golf season, <sighs> often they come in. And the conversation starts with golf often. <laughs> no, you're not in the office in the morning when they're hashing it back out. Like, oh, did you see me on hole six? And I could have <laughs> nailed that putt. But the green wasn't, yeah, the greens weren't that soft. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these poor wives. <laughs> All right. So new year, bigger things coming. Yeah. What are some big things coming to How to Money with Cole and Cole? I think just better content, don't you think? And better guests. We got a list of guests we sat down. I think we have a special. I wouldn't say better guests. I would just say, you know, yeah, yeah, keeping, keeping, keeping a consistent routine yeah. with our guest lineup. We so. have an exciting one. Uh, John Ingler will be our first returning guest next episode. I'm excited for him. He's going to talk about getting your will done in the beginning of the year, getting organized. And Great all that transition there. Yeah. 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 No, I would agree that, that having, having guests on and bringing up topics that maybe we haven't done yet yeah. to that uh, we feel like, you know, we talk about retirement savings, obviously a lot, because that's, that's what we're, that's what our forte is, but uh, doing some other, some other uh, subjects that we haven't covered yet is, is exciting. Also. Yeah. And then we always have great events throughout the year. Like we have a tax seminar coming up in March. We'll probably have a social security, Medicare, Medicare event, all types of things, educational for the clients. We have our 401k campaign. Um, reach out to us if you, that's something you're interested, in. but yeah, a lot of good stuff. And then hopefully Kayla will have a baby in a house soon. 
So that's the goal. <laughs> All right. You ready for the quote of the day? To start off 2023. Yeah. Success isn't owned. It's leased and rent is due every day. JJ Watt. I love it. Go Cubs. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of the Central Financial Group, courtesy of Spin Market. To learn more, visit their website at www.centralfinancialgroup.com and follow them on all their social media platforms. For now, I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. For... Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated. Material discussed is meant for general informational purposes only and it is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Diversification does not insure against loss. Any guarantees discussed refer only to fixed insurance products and are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.